All right, all right. Welcome back. This is episode 12 of the You Should Fact Check This podcast. Um, yeah, it's we're back. We're, we're I'm gonna I'm pretty much gonna recap some stuff that I've already talked about a little bit because there's been some some more interest and more changes in it. But um, I don't have a bold take today. Um, and we'll see. Let's see if Peter has this. Peter, do you have a bold take? Oranges are the hardest fruits to eat. So, so this navel podcast, oranges to be specific. So this, so this podcast is going straight into the dirt. Why? <laughs> They're honestly so hard. Your bold take was about an orange being hard to eat, dude. Name a harder fruit to eat, and then I'll and then I'll accept your request to a pineapple. Be, I don't know, man. I just sprayed myself with orange juice. That makes it hard to eat? Well, because... I bet if you're out in nature, that's kind of refreshing. Then you get all sticky. Yeah. So, with an orange, right? You have to peel it. Yep. And it only is easy after that if you get a good peel, right? If you don't get an easy peel to start anyway, you're digging in, stabbing with your finger. This is the worst. This is the worst thing that we've ever started with. <laughs> I'm like just saying. Far and away. And then once you get the actual peel off, then you have to get your finger in the middle and like split it without spraying yourself. See, that's what I did. I sprayed myself. Yeah, but a, a pineapple has a hard outer shell. Yeah, but you're not opening it with your hand. So it's easy. What? You're not. If we're gonna bring machinery into this, I'm sure that there's a machine that can is there? mess up an orange real quick. Is there? Yeah. Is They're it all... worth it though? <laughs> is it worth it to get a machine to open a pineapple? I'm not a machine, a knife. Why can't you use a knife on your orange? Who uses a knife on their orange? I don't know, people probably. Well, because when you open it with a knife, you still have to take the peel off. Yeah, but you could probably peel it with a knife if you practiced. And cut your finger off? That doesn't sound good. Well, you for sure would cut your finger off. But Yeah, that's, why, I'm, that's why my bold take of the day is oranges are the hardest damn fruit to eat because you can't, you can't just eat them. You can't. It's just too That's hard. A, this, this is a terrible bold take. This is the worst bold take that you should fact check this should. Do you have seen. Do you have a bold take? Do you have a bold take? I don't have a bold take today. Well, maybe you shouldn't make fun of others' bold takes if you don't have a bold take. You understand me? Well, you came up with that bold take. You came up with a different bold take. As you, you know, I know this is what happened. You came up with a different bold take. Bef- while I was doing my intro, and you panicked, and you decided to go with the bold take of the orange. That's because oranges are so damn hard to eat. <laughs> and I got frustrated because I sprayed myself. Yeah. Maybe well, this orange just sucks. Yeah, that I mean, it, that does look like a terrible orange. When you see all of the rind on the orange, it's not a good that's orange. I'm, that's what I'm saying. They're hard. All right, now it brings us to our sponsor, Slate Chocolate Milk. <sighs> Drink slate chocolate milk. Uh, Twenty grams of protein, hundred calories. Why? Why? Zero what added what are you sugars. Doing? <laughs> zero added sugar. That's slate chocolate milk, man. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm bringing. I'm bringing all the pizzazz to the show today, guys. Thank you for listening. Got the orange hot take. You got our sponsor. Now we're moving to Devin. Devin, are you ready with your segment? With my segment. <laughs> because you're done that's all you've got for today peter's done his part for today is come up with the worst bold take of all time um i'll come up with another one no i don't want your thing okay i don't want you to come up with another one because it'll be bad again um i have the best bold takes on the show so a couple of couple of weeks ago we talked about famine um that was my bold take was that we would have a a global famine um in late 2022, week. early 2023. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, 
but I've done I've done a little bit more research and listened to a few more things on it. Um, and it's really interesting because China is looking like they're going to get set up to like end up saving a lot of these countries that are going to get hit the hardest by famine. So in terms of like for the U.S., we run on a stockpile, like a a stockpile of calories of like 30%, right? Somewhere between 30 and 40% of our yearly calories is stockpiled. So if we were to run out of food, we would have 30 to 40% of a year's worth of food for our country. Hmm. Most countries run somewhere between like 10 and 20% stockpile. So we're crushing it. Um, and then like lower end countries run on nearly no stockpile at all. Um, however, China over the past year has built up a stockpile that's about a year and a half's worth of Dang. their global of their calories for their country. Good for um, them. And yeah, I mean it's it's really interesting because with all of this happening with the um, fertilizer not being made as well as food not being planted, um, China is being set up to be the go-to for all of these countries that are going to get hit hard by famine hmm. um, because they're going to be the only country that can actually do anything about it. Um, and China has kind of had a, a non, non-intervention strategy in terms of global politics for quite some time, but they're starting to change that a little bit. They're starting to help out countries um, that they see strategic partnerships with. And this is just going to aid in that even more. So countries like India, and then a lot of countries in um, Africa uh, are going to get hit really hard by the global famine. Um, and when that happens, there's only going to be one country that's really going to be able to provide food because they have the logistics as well as the stockpile, and that's going to be China. <laughs> um, but with this, it's not going to come. It's not going to come cheap, um, and that doesn't mean like monetarily. But China is going to do this very strategically, um, and it's just conti- just going to continue the the changing of guard essentially of who the greatest power in the world is um currently we're in a we're in a transition between the u.s and china uh the u.s is on the decline china is on the rise um and this right now looks like it's going to be another big transition moment because china is going to be able to swoop in and have a lot of strategic partnerships um like india could be a huge one because india is one of the is is the largest democracy um and if they decide, if China decides that, or if India decides they need help from China, um, that could change things in India. Um, not for sure, but it could. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I didn't know about. And I think that it's something that is not talked about whatsoever. Um, the fact that, that China's taking over. Yeah, and the fact that, like, China is our legitimate enemy. Like, if we want to talk about people that we should be, or countries that we should be strategically working against, it's China. But we just keep pumping stuff there. Yeah, well, and, like, we rely so much on their consumption, for one. Um, They dictate our movies because they have such a huge market that, they pretty much have the say in all of our movies, um, whether like you won't see anything that is really against China. Um, and then you'll see like, who was it? Who's the guy? I forgot his name. Oh, John Cena. John Cena. John Cena, <coughs> John Cena in like the most recent Fast and Furious after Ket came out and said something um, against China. I can't remember exactly what he said, but the next day he was speaking Mandarin on Instagram and apologizing to the Chinese people and to the government of China. And Do you that think he is, knew Mandarin before he said something bad? I have no idea. 
but that is insane. That is insane. Mm-hmm. And he just like that's how influential China is is if they decide that they don't want your movie within their market, it's a billions of dollars a hit to your movie. Right. So they have to pander to the Chinese government, which is absurd. And so you won't ever see big names like The Rock, you know, any of That's the biggest actor you came up with was The Rock? What are you talking about? He is the biggest actor. Physically. Okay. (laughs) Actually, uh, Thor is, but. Yeah, that's true. But they, I mean, they, they have such an influence and it's, it's not even on that as well. It's like sports, like the NBA. Um, here's a topic for you, Peter. (laughs) The NBA is, is so, um, controlled by China because of viewership and stuff like that, that, uh, NBA players who have come out and said things about China have been like suspended from their teams, um, have been really like chastised because of things that they've said about China. Yeah, well, we had that whole like global movement, global as an American movement to help support China, what, two years ago? Yeah. Three years ago? Yeah. So, so that. yeah, I think it's, it's pretty interesting. And the, I mean, continuing on the China thing, China is in like a complete lockdown or Shanghai is on a complete lockdown right now, which we talked about last week. Um, and this is leading to like a bunch of people in China stockpiling food. Um, however, it's, it's pretty interesting because they're deciding to prioritize like this Chinese medicine that's not even it's just like herbs and stuff it's mm. Chinese traditional medicine um, are they calling it a vaccine pretty much mm. so they're shipping it gonna take it they're shipping it to all of to everybody but it's they're putting it in priority over their food supply mm. Sounds like so this United is States. causing this is causing a food shortage in places like Shanghai that are on lockdown, Sounds which like is causing more panic. And there are people saying, like, why are we shipping these things that have not been proven to fight COVID when what we really need is food? Kind of like the vaccine. Yeah. Except for it didn't disrupt, like, our ability to get food. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, supply chain shortage. Well, yeah, but there was so many reasons for that other than just the vaccine. What were the reasons? Well, the ports, for one. Like, people weren't working. Why weren't they, they working? Well, so at at the ports in, like, California, they couldn't pay people enough to be out there working. And then they, we have these weird labor laws where you can only work a certain number of hours out there, um, which was making it so that you couldn't clock in overtime. So the few people that were actually working weren't able to go overtime. Why is it just now that that started, though? It isn't just now. That's been going on f- f- since last year. No, yeah, I know the supply chain, but supply chain shortage. But why just now? Like, why just in the last year? After well, be, well it it, that's because of COVID, but not because of the vaccine. How be, How is it because of COVID? Because if you had COVID, you weren't allowed to go to work. And then also a lot of people quit their jobs when COVID happened because we shut everything down. I was going to say, because if you are required to be vaccinated to work there, then that well, is and there's also the we, we also just have really stupid laws. Um I mean, maybe not necessarily stupid, but there's laws like you can't stack a, sh- a certain number of containers on top of each other. Yeah, top heavy, like, fall over. Right, obviously. but it made it so that if we took containers off, we would have to sit them on the back of the trucks, and then the trucks weren't allowed to unload them. So we had no trucks to transport more goods. Hmm. Um, there was, I mean, it was a whole logistical nightmare, but... 
there's laws and stuff that are just making it so that we can't quickly and efficiently m make changes when things need to be changed. Hmm. But that's that's the extent of what I know in terms of the supply chain problems. Gotcha. I don't know anything, so. Yeah, I, I, I did a I don't little know. bit of research on it, but. I don't know anything about anything. All I know, slate, chocolate milk. Oh, stop it. Stop it, Peter. <laughs> stop. Just our one sponsor. Uh, all right. What's going on in sports today, Peter? Ah, just cracking a cold one. Um, Honestly, the worst. Me? Yeah. Why? You just are. I, I right. don't really know how else to say it, but you I won't just are. I won't do my sports segment then. No, you have to do your sports segment, Peter. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I don't think I will. Okay, I'll do it. Um, NBA playoffs started this week slash weekend. Okay. Um, yeah, they started. Uh, Luka Doncic is out. For, he was out for the first two games uh, for the Mavs series. Mavs are playing the Jazz. And uh, uh, he was out for the first two games. He's like a big star player. He was top so three in it. Top four do they start, in MVP voting. Huh? Do they play five games right away? Is that how that Seven works? Seven game series from the get-go. From the So, oh my gosh. Yeah. How many teams are in the playoffs? Eight on each side, so sixteen. So each side they they play seven games for each game or for each for each round. Meeting? Yeah, yeah. That's absurd. Yeah, it's a lot of games. Why do they do it that way? Money. That Strictly makes a lot of because sense. of money. Yeah, yeah. Or sponsorships more. Yeah. Anyway. So the Jazz, it was a big story because the Jazz actually lost the first, or the second game. So the series is tied 1-1. But Luka Doncic, Mavs' best player, one of the best players in the NBA, wasn't playing. So now it just sounds like the once he comes back, the Jazz are just going to get torched. The Nuggets suck. Warriors are great. Um, are, the, are the Warriors ever going to be bad when they have the people that they have right now? No. I mean, they've the only got, thing, the only thing they gets right them. Now? I mean, Steph, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, this up-and-coming guy called Jordan Poole. He's been balling. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're the only thing that'll stop them is injuries. Right. But the favorite, the team Phoenix Suns, have only lost 18 games all year, and they lost game two last night, so their series is tied 1-1. That's that a big story. Devin Booker's on that team, right? Devin Booker, yeah. Yeah. Is he good? He's a very good basketball player. Yeah. Okay. He's also dating Kendall Jenner. So that could be a relationship topic that we could talk about. Um, Arsenal is beating Chelsea right now, which is really making me mad. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Arsenal's, Arsenal's terrible too, huh? No, they're in the, they're in the top four race. Are they really? Arsenal? Yeah. Yeah, it's the top. The fourth spot right now is between Arsenal, Tottenham, and Manchester United. Wasn't it last year that they were like? No, it was earlier this year when they were like 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like at the beginning wow. of the season. Yeah. Made quite a comeback, huh? Yeah, and Chelsea's in third. So this is great. This is awesome. What? So what place is Arsenal in right now? Fifth? Uh, I'll look. I think. Yeah, fifth. I think. I mean, man. So if and if the result holds, then Arsenal would be in fifth, tied for tied with Tottenham for fourth. Chelsea would be in third, and Man City and Liverpool are just running away with it. So, yeah. But Man City's tied right now, half a half zero zero, which would be Damn. massive. Brighton, son of a bitch. Which would be massive because Liverpool just won. So if Man City ties, then Liverpool takes the lead. God damn it. I hate Liverpool. I have if no Man reason if, to hate them, but I hate them. Man, if Man City drops a game, Liverpool wins the whole thing. Yeah. 100%. It's all uh, in Man City's hands. I think so, yeah. Liverpool doesn't Man City have hard games, though? 
Liverpool does. I mean, that's what I meant. Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, they play Tottenham. But, I mean, Man City's struggling with Brighton right now. So, I mean, Liverpool just beat uh, Man United 4-0, right? Yeah. Crazy, man. All right. What else is going on in sports? Uh, Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, is holding out for a new contract, and he says he will not play unless he gets a new contract. Which is just absurd because he's like 25 years old. It's like, dude, you had one good season. Congratulations. So we'll I mean, see if they, yeah, we'll see if they resign him. But I doubt they will. Why does he want a new contract? Because he's not getting paid enough. Uh, his rookie contract's coming to a close, so they, he wants an extension with a, a ton of money. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, so when did uh, Tom Brady, like, what, when was he able to start dictating what his contracts were? Well, the thing is with Tom Brady, he was all about winning, so he didn't really care. He, he took pay cuts forever to win rather right. than get paid so, and not win. Can you ever be like the greatest player w- without doing something like that? Taking pay cuts? I mean, not necessarily taking pay cuts, but like worrying so much about what you're getting paid. LeBron, I don't think, has ever taken a pay cut. He's always yeah, chased I mean, the I big, don't think I don't think man or I don't think uh, like Messi or Ronaldo has either either. But yeah, that's different though because there's no salary caps in in soccer. So there's salary caps in base or basketball and in football. Every American sport, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, which is I don't know. I don't know if I like it, but why do they cap it? So that you can't just sign eight great guys in L.A. for millions of dollars, and then so it's a salary cap across the whole team. Yeah, there's a salary cap across the whole league. So each team is allocated. A certain salary and so you can't go above that salary oh interesting for the whole team I didn't know that yeah hmm. yeah yeah i'll try and see what it is in basketball well how do you which way do you think it works better because even in like soccer if there's no salary caps the salary I, cap is 113 million dollars in basketball. a year yeah So, like, is that how you get teams like Man Man City without yeah. salary, because they don't have salary caps? Yeah. They're just able to buy whoever they want? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But the, it's weird because they say that it's, like, to so you can't over-incentivize. Like, you would keep – the idea is to not kill competition, right? Right. But there's still crazy competition in soccer. Yeah, that's because there's so many good players and they can all. But, I mean, is there, though? Because if there was a salary cap in the Premier League, okay, you imagine all the Premier League players split equally amongst all the teams, right? So, like, who's the worst team right now? Norwich would have, like, Kevin De Bruyne and Man City would have to give up half their team. And Liverpool would have to give up half their team. Chelsea would have to give up half their team. And then those halves would be split equally amongst Norwich, the terrible teams. So then they build up. So then, you know what I'm saying? But do you think that makes the game more exciting or less exciting? I think it makes it less exciting. So if they got rid of salary caps in the U.S., it would make football and basketball more exciting? I don't think so. I think soccer is different. Yeah. Why is it different in soccer? Because you want to see the best players play with each other against the best players playing with each other. In each position, whereas in basketball, why would like, you want that? Because, like in basketball, the best players don't necessarily play defense. So, like you got LeBron, Steph, and all those guys—they're just gonna be running up the score. I don't know. I like seeing defense. I like seeing team basketball. Personal opinion. Interesting. Personal opinion. That is interesting. I don't know why, because at the at the soccer level. Like teams like Man City, they're most of the way that they attack is through their defense. Yeah, because they high press like crazy. 
Yeah. And you're getting these guys that you're paying. Like, it seems like in basketball, because at the collegiate level, there's a lot more defense than there is at the professional level. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's because these guys just get complacent. Um, and they're just getting paid a shit ton of money and they just want to, like, have fun and score. I mean, that, but also they play 82 games a year. How many soccer games are played a year? I mean, probably a lot more, but at least 38 in the Premier League alone. Right. So if you add in other competitions and stuff, but they don't play every game in soccer. Like the players? Yeah, and it's a much longer season. Like you play one time a week in soccer, maybe twice a week. Whereas Most in, teams, well, teams like Man City are playing twice a week consistently. Yeah, but in basketball, you're playing three, four nights a week, and some nights you're playing back to back. And right, so I don't know. That's interesting, though. I wonder what it would look like um, if there was more incentive to actually play defense. I don't know how you would incentivize that, but right. If there were more incentive to play defense and there was no salary cap. Well, I mean, that's why the NBA playoffs are so fun is because if you don't have a good defense, then you're bad and you will lose. So so once you get to the playoffs, that's when Every, think yeah. everyone, everyone actually starts trying? Yeah, it's super fun to watch. Interesting. Yeah. I don't – I just don't watch sports. You should. It's not that entertaining to me. Um, it's not even that it's not that entertaining, but it almost feels like a waste of time. How is that? I think you're a waste of time, so explain to me how sports are a waste of time. I, I, I mean, if you've got more important things to do, then I agree that I'm a waste of time. <laughs> I, I just think that I, I, I have an overwhelming like thought process constantly that I'm, that I should be doing something else. Hmm. like if i'm if i sleep in or if i'm just relaxing or i'm watching something else i i constantly am thinking that i should be doing something else Hmm. so what are you thinking about that you should be doing right now well no i actually enjoy this and i think it is bettering me for the future so i don't think that i should be doing anything else oh gotcha i think that this podcast right here is probably the worst one that we've recorded but that's okay yeah i do why i think that you didn't it's, you didn't like my sports segment no actually i think your sports segment was the best sports sports segment you've had so far i think thank that you that means a my, lot <laughs> i think that what i brought to the table was lackluster and it was pretty lackluster for sure okay well that's <laughs> <laughs> come on peter pat my ego a little bit well i just think that you know when i have a good thing going you probably shouldn't tear it down like you did this podcast um you know like you whenever mean? you have, whenever you have a good thing going right like you got a good business segment you're really growing i am there just you know how you did know. i tear down your sports segment no no, no you didn't oh, okay. i'm just saying when you have a good business segment i'm there like yeah like you know what let's just put my sports segment on the side because yours is so good yeah. like yeah whereas like yeah, I had a good sports segment, but segment's over, and then we come back to you, and you're like, "Yeah, nice." You know, I just you just gotta have like some. You gotta prepare, Devin. You gotta prepare for the podcast. Oh, you, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta oh. you gotta prepare for these podcasts, man. You, all it takes five minutes, five minutes beforehand. Let me tell you uh, how many goddamn articles I looked through today to find something interesting. What's the and stock yesterday. market doing? Come on, what's the stock market doing? Honestly, the stock market—the stock market is one of my least favorite things to talk about because it doesn't matter day to day. Okay, well, there's so little, like so little that matters day to day. Here's something actually. I'm losing money, so what's new, uh, right? Peter, what is new? That I mean, (laughs) I mean, fuck, man. That's all we talked about. Arc is doing terrible. Yeah, I think that they have Netflix in their uh, ETF, which is something that I was going to talk about. Netflix actually just recorded they lost subs- uh, their their number of subscribers went down for the first time ever and they're projecting that it's going to continue to go down. 
Nice. Yeah, I've lost $45 in ARC. Out of how much did you put into ARC? Uh, four shares. At $67. Jeez. So they're down. So they're down to a share. Yeah, they're down to $56 per share. Share. Yeah, I mean, it'll go back main, up, right? The, it'll go back up, right? The main thing with the stock market Devin. and with investing Devin. is you don't look at it day to day. It'll go back up though, right? I don't know for sure. I'm I'm anticipating that it will. But the main thing that I don't I don't pay attention to my portfolio on the day to day. Apple's been boogers too. Well, we just came out of the biggest bull market in history. Like the past like 6 years Plus the pandemic had all like things were surging because people were the government was just flooding the market with Tesla liquidity. As well. It's not it's not about today, right? You, it's you, all about today. You, no, it's you want to invest in companies that you see having a strong future. Like like 10 slate years from now. Chocolate milk. Yeah, there's a lot that you can do with chocolate milk. I totally agree. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't know. I love that you just completely disregard the the actual point of the conversation. What stock market? Yeah, you brought up the stock market, and I brought you some topics, and that, and then you just well, yeah. talk about sleep. I mean, I just have a very obsessive personality, so I just feel like I I check it every day, which is really bad. But I see a lot of red. Red's my favorite I do color. As well, but but you, <laughs> well, then you're you're in the right market. When I get green, I get really excited. Yeah. I think it might just be too di diversified, honestly, so that like some are doing really well and then some are doing really bad, but the bad always outweigh the good. So that's not true. With mine, it is. Right. But what I'm saying, like what I was trying to say is that in a bull market, the good pulls up the bad. So over the past like two years, since 2019, the markets have been ridiculous. They've been crazy since the the initial like COVID oh shit crash. Things right. have surged like crazy. I for, really for, wish I pumped a ton of money in during for that almost oh no shit reason. Crash. Yeah, like there there was very little reason behind a lot of these companies surging, um, and now the markets are kind of just like leveling out. Yeah, it's probably another year that'll just continue to go like this then. Yeah, I mean, unless we go into a depression, and you know, like well, I don't, I don't anticipate us going into a depression anymore. I was, I was worried about that, but I think that there's a probability of us going into a recession. However, I think it's not necessarily as, um, as like tiptoey as it, 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 as I thought it was a couple of weeks ago. I think right now that the Fed can look at this and slow their roll on interest rate hikes and Hopefully. can actually just let this thing play out without it going into a recession. You think because they will or do you think they'll be like, nah, I don't know. We gotta I mean, we just had, so March had inflation. Um, the CPI was 8.5%. So that's a year, year over year inflation change. So your money is worth 8.5% less than it was last March. That's not good. Or, yeah, whatever. You can do the math. But um, that it, it's, it's going to be weird because it's, it's priced in year over year or it's looked at year by year. So starting next month is when the inflation really started kicking in last year. Um, or I guess April. So right now, so this next CPI reading is probably going to look small, but it's not going to feel small because last year's, um, inflation was starting to kick off really high right now. Mm. So our inflation, like last year, I don't know what it was, but say it was up like four or 5%. And then this year it's only, it's up three or 4% again. Right. It's only going to say 3 or 4% because it was based off of 
last year's numbers. But if you go two years back, that's up eight or nine percent. So you're feeling it a lot more than you would think when it when it's only like three or four percent in uh, increase. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I also saw this uh, Chamath on the All In podcast brought up this thing, and I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it anywhere. But he found this uh, article that talked about how much equity um, Americans have in their homes. Mm-hmm. And throughout the pandemic, um, Americans took out something like half a billion dollars of equity from their homes. So we've got millions of Americans that are just sitting on on a bank account full of cash because they took all that money out of their home. Dang. And so those are the Americans that aren't having to go back to work and they're still able to spend money. Mm. Um, and this is one of the reasons why we have such high uh, job openings. We still have 10 million job openings. There's so many job openings. Yeah. Um, no one wants to work. Well, it's not that no one wants to work. It's that people no, no have, one wants to work. No one our want, age wants to work. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that no one our age wants to. We're in a very soft generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I'm, I'm not I'm not certain that we don't also count in that soft generation. Why is that? that me, me and you are both pretty soft. Um, What's that? I'm pretty hard, man. Peter, Time to wake up this morning, 4.30, grind. Okay, Peter, you work at a gym. If you're not waking up at 4.30, then you're not working at a gym. <laughs> I woke up at 6 this morning. Mm. So, Hour and a half late. Huh? Hour and a half late. I wouldn't Why say... Why are we soft? Why are we soft? Well, we've, we've woken up with considerable... Con- we've woken up with we've grown up with considerable considerable abundance like you go to the store there's never been a time really where you can't get exactly what you want covid two years ago but barely uh the durango city market was empty for how long that's why i came home four weeks three weeks that's a month that's a month peter yeah I wasn't complaining about it. I'm just saying that there was a time where that happened. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm, yeah. Older generations had that for like months or years. Yeah. I get it. Right. Yeah. And we, we've also grown up in a time where you have ridiculous access to technology. You can gain information any, from all over the place. You don't have to go out and get these laborious jobs. You can take out ridiculous student loans to go to a college where they peddle their ideology on you and make you look for your place to be, you know, victimized. Turns out to be a waste of time anyway. Yeah, it does. But <laughs> don't go to know. college. <laughs> Depending. Uh, no, don't do it. Thank you, Peter. But. I don't know. I, I just think that. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying there's a bunch of people our age that are like. Don't that won't be getting a job because it doesn't pay over 30 bucks an hour. Yeah, I their mean, very a, first job. There's a there is a deserve it mentality. Currently. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I deserve it, even though I've never worked for it. And like I made 600 that- bucks this pay period and I was jacked. And they think that working for it means going to college. Right. When in actuality, like, that was my biggest problem while I was at college, was looking around and seeing all of these people who had no idea what they wanted to do with their life. Right. They were just spending their money or their parents' money um, on going to college. And then they were partying and mm-hmm. not really focused on their schoolwork or what they were going to do in the future. Yeah. And then they get out of college just hoping to get a job in their field that pays really well. Right. It's like what are you talking like what are you talking about? You spent you had 4 years of college where you could have really been applying yourself, doing research, trying to find different ways of, you know, 
And there are people out there doing that, but the majority of people that are going to college are just fucking messing around. Partying. Yeah. So like it's me and you. Yeah, hardcore partiers. Mm-hmm. But um I I do think that we we have a soft generation. It's hard to entirely say how because the times have changed so much. Yeah. Um that it's like it's innate like it's gonna happen no matter what that things are gonna get mushier right in terms of who we are yeah but um i don't know i'm pretty hard peter you're one of the least hard people i know actually why do you say that because i've multiple times seen you sprint across a room because of a tiny spider that doesn't Oh. Or a or a moth. I don't like dragons and I don't like bugs, but I'm hard. How are you hard? Don't know. Just am. That's my bold take of the day. I mean, most people don't like are unwilling to get up at four thirty to go work. Yes, I totally yeah. agree. And especially well, when they're not getting paid as much as they would wish they were getting paid. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. like you're you have forward-looking goals yeah i mean i'm getting paid what i want to get paid i just don't have the hours that i want which is the problem okay so i get i get paid 40 I'm bucks sure an hour get, i mean that's that's good money yeah but so i only exactly work. you're soft <laughs> but i have to you got to be getting up at 4 30 in the morning for 10 dollars an hour if you want to well, be hard no, no. Yeah. No. Dude. I, well, I actually it, did. I actually have. I had a month-long internship with this gym before I even got paid. So I got up at 4.30 every morning to get free free work, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's the differentiator is, like, when you're willing to do it for nothing. Yeah. Right? I mean, I was – when we were in doing our workouts at 6.30 in the morning, I was getting up at 4.30 – to work on stuff that had, I was getting paid nothing. I was just because you're soft. Yeah. No, dude, because I'm a hard as nails. No, you're not. Yeah, dude, I am. No, you're not. Yeah. Tell me how you're hard. How I'm hard? I just told you. Well, what it, what were you doing at that time? Well, I was working on um, a rendering software, learning how to use a rendering software, designing houses, stuff like that. Are you doing that now? I'm not, but I'm glad I did it. Waste of time. No. No, it taught me a lot. Waste of time. Peter, you are a waste of time. That's what my mom tells me every day. I am soft, dude. I'm soft. No, but what I'm saying is that there's so many unemployed people our age that are just waiting for someone to walk by on the street and say, hey, I'll pay you 50 bucks an hour to do this. Yeah. I mean, and it's everywhere. It's in sports. It's in everything. It's like yeah, every a ton of people that we played soccer with were just like, why am I not playing? And then as soon as training started, they were showing up. As soon as training ended, they were leaving. Yeah. And they were constantly asking, why am I not playing? Why am I not playing? It's like, well, it could be that the coach just doesn't like you, but it also Doubtful. could be. Right, but it also could be that you're not putting in the work that you need to be, do to get there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you never had that problem because you always played. You were always very good, but you were always doing extra work. Mm-hmm. You're always working much harder than everybody else. Dude, I was fat five years ago. <laughs> I uh, I wasn't good when I showed up at college, and I did. I I worked my ass off. I and I I almost never asked questions. Yeah. I was quiet. I just tried to get my work done and if if it paid off, it paid off. If it didn't, it didn't. But I still wouldn't say that we're hard. I'm hard. <laughs> Who's hard? Do you know anyone that is hard? Um that I would know as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anyone necessarily like personally. Um, you think Elon Musk is hard? I mean, undoubtedly. Also, like David Goggins. 
Cameron Haynes, Jocko Willink, Jocko Willinks. Like those people, those people are just, but those people are just fantastic at suffering. Yeah. Like they, they like search out suffering because yeah, they're, they're addicted to it in some weird messed up, like schizophrenic sort of way where they, they have to have it. Um, Right. But you know, people like Elon, I don't know. I think he's he's started multiple companies that had less than ten percent probability of being successful. He's poured all of his money into these companies. It's never really been about the money. It's about what his principles are and what he wants to accomplish. Did you see and that they made a new Netflix documentary on him? Netflix documentary on him or on SpaceX? Or on SpaceX. Yeah, they made another one. Yeah, did you watch it? I haven't watched it. Hmm. But I I think that undoubtedly he's hard. I also think that he's probably gone through some stuff in his childhood that made it like like this is what he was going to do. I thought his childhood was pretty good. He had a great childhood, except for he got bullied relentlessly. Peter's the next Elon Musk. No. <laughs> Just saying. You remember my bull take of the day in like episode three or four? Yeah. I think a little bit of bullying is good because it's, I mean, it, it I think a lot of bit of bullying is good. A little bit more about life. Not necessarily you that you're going to get bullied, but when shit hard. gets hard. Makes you hard. I mean, he, he got almost beat to death multiple times. So did I, man. No, you didn't. Did you actually? Got beat? With words? Oh, my God. <laughs> Soft, <laughs> dude. Mushy. Mushy. I I'm sure beat. if... I got beat by words, too, but they were soft words. Hmm. Some kid said, get off my land, Whitey, and I freaked out. Yeah, you had anger issues. Yeah, that, too. Yeah. That is incredibly disrespectful. Why? To our whole audience. No one knows what I did. They do. People watch this on YouTube. Actually? Yeah, we had 34 views. On YouTube? On YouTube. It's pretty good. Three so, hours of watch time. Does that mean... Yeah, okay, so they <laughs> didn't watch the nothing. whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't watch at all. Gotcha. Yeah. They probably they probably made it for to the first controversial comment and turned it right off. Well, unf- I bet they didn't even make it that far. They probably got through your damn intro and like this guy's an idiot. I would right probably off. agree. Yeah. I don't. I think the probabilities of our podcast actually being successful is pretty small. So, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that we could get a good following if we actually start marketing it. Well, then do it. It's not that easy, Peter. <laughs> You know how many other goddamn things I'm juggling right now? You gotta be consistent with your Instagram posts. Like I'm consistent with mine on my how about, Instagram. How about page. I give you the Instagram login and you can also help out? Mm, I got other oh, things going. Oh yeah, there you go, Peter. I have three jobs. So do I. Yeah, we're we're hard. <laughs> Grinding. I'm a soccer coach now. Yeah, me too. Just goalkeepers, one night a week, one hour. That's so difficult, Peter. $50 an hour, 50 bucks a week. That's it? Mm-hmm. Dude, I could get you... I could get you $1,000 a week being a goalkeeper coach in Albuquerque. No, you couldn't. Yes, I could. $1,000 a week? Yes. That's a lot of money. I absolutely could get you that. It's like $4,000 a month. Yeah pretty good that's that's fucking fantastic <laughs> how many hours more money than i'm making right now how many hours would i have to work though you'd have to work every night Ugh. i don't right, think i like soccer i don't think i night. like soccer that much anymore that's great peter i love that you're just turning away a thousand dollars a week because you're like Ugh. that's the essence of soft 
No, that's the essence of hoard. I'd rather do something for less money that oh, I enjoy it's you're more. you're scared, Peter. How am I scared? <laughs> you're scared, dude. Of what? Of not being good enough. I am good enough. I'm great. <laughs> that's not the issue. Fuck. <laughs> well, I love the confidence. If I decide to do something, it will get done, and it will get done properly, and it will get done well. So how many how many keepers are you coaching? Eight. Tonight. Eight? And it's fifty for the whole for in total? It's through the club though. See, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. If I wanted to go out on my own, then I'd charge them each twenty bucks a session, and then you make hundred and sixty bucks a session. Right. Yeah. But Way I'm not doing money. that. Yeah, which I might do in the summer, depending on what my actual work schedule looks like. But so you're working that, which is that's barely even counts for work because it's one hour a week. Um, and then you're working market at you're working right under you at the market. Yep. Yep. And then you're working at the gym. Yep. How many hours a week do you work at the gym? Not enough. Twenty. Right. 20 hours as of right now but this week i'm working i added two you personal have, trainers two per two two personal trainings so do you so you have your own clients now yeah i have two those you have including the two that you're adding no those so you'll have two. four no i just have two it's, it's really hard to get clients especially well yeah well we charge we charge like our goal is to have, so like in the past, personal trainers can't really make a career out of personal training, right? They have to go get a second job or they have to right. supplement their income somehow. So the goal of the gym is to make actual careers out of personal training. So that means you have to pay us correctly and well. So Right. Yeah, we have, uh, that's a gym A gym that I used to go to was like that. Yeah. It's called Elevate in Albuquerque and it was expensive. It's all get out. Yeah. I was paying like $400 a month. For what? Personal training? Yeah. Oh, I won't tell you what our prices are then. They're more expensive, I'm sure. But this guy had like 30 clients Hmm. that were all paying the same, if not more. Just one guy? Yeah. Dang. He's probably rich. Yeah, there were... I mean, I think that the, the gym took a considerable cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were all doing pretty well. Yeah. I think I was in high school, so I don't really know, but right. It's so it's easy. It's so easy as a personal trainer to look like you're doing well as well. Like, Oh yeah. You buy a nice pair of shoes, you buy a nice pair of sweats and you get a good shirt and, and you look nice like part. you're doing well. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. You could be living in a shack and no one yeah. would know. Yeah. Which not my but, thing. It's also so easy to look like you're doing good in any aspect of life. Yeah. Just to look like it because, like, that's the whole Instagram thing. Yeah. It's just being, like, you can rent a fucking Lambo. Yep. To just look like you're doing good. Well, that's what's that's what the Instagram thing's for. I've already gotten two DMs, personal training DMs on that. Nice. So that'll bring me to four. Are you going to do virtual training or only in person? Uh, only in person right now. And then, um, yeah, we'll see. Let's see what happens. Interesting. Interesting. But by the end of the year, hopefully I'm doing, hopefully I'll have like seven or eight clients working 25, 30 hours a week, 30 hours a week, 18, 20 of those personal trainings at $40 an hour. So that's about $2,000 every pay period, which is $2,000 every other week. So that's about $4,000 a month. 48, 48 grand for a nice starting job. Not too bad. That's pretty good. Hmm. Taxes are a bitch. What are your taxes like in Montana? Dude, I just paid 200 bucks in taxes on Sunday night. Because I did Instacart. For what? Because I did Instacart over the summer. 
and yeah. I had to pay 10% of my earnings on that. And I made $1,300. So I had to pay. So was that $200 for state or federal? Federal. What are your taxes like on your check? Like what, what are, do you know what the state taxes are? I can pull it up real quick. Like how much they withhold. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have, um, we don't have sales yeah, tax. Oh, that's so whatever. The taxing system is so fucked up. I hate it. The taxing system it's, in America is so backwards. I do think that rich people should probably pay a little bit more. Yeah. I think that the best way to tax the rich is to have a flat sales tax. Because so, uh, currently, let's see. Currently, we tax productivity, which huh. is honestly absurd. So my gross pay for this last pay period was seven ninety, and I only got six forty of that. Yeah. So, you, I mean, the taxes are just, uh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty insane. I, I have, I make like 55 a year right now. When I'm, $55? 55,000 a year. I'm technically running a business. Um, and, but you have to pay like 20 grand, 30 grand in taxes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I end up making like 42 a year. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the the taxing structure is really confusing, and it's, it, I think it's broken because we're taxing productivity, which is absurd. Like the more you work, the more you pay, in taxes, which is stupid. Yeah. Like, if we want to tax rich people, and you think rich people are just going around spending their money, then you tax sales, and that's how you'll get a lot of tax, right? Yeah. And for people who don't have very much money and are only making a little bit of money and then having to pay a lot of that money to taxes, if you reverse that and you say you don't have to pay income tax, but you were changing the sales tax to whatever, 20%, then that's going to disincentivize them from spending their money, which makes it so that they can actually save up more money to right. change their life. Right. Well, the thing is with taxes, though, as well, is that like, at least in Montana, is that you'll pay your taxes on tax day and then you'll get a good 300 bucks of refund. Like that'll be your check, like from your withholds. Yeah, like, they just I mean, it, withhold way too much as well. Right. And you can actually change your withholdings. Most most businesses like put your withholdings super conservative so that you do get paid back and you're not having to yeah. pay at the end of the year. Yeah. But in some cases... Like you can change that withholding if you think that they're withholding too much. Right. Um, and you'll change it down to a lower status and you'll pay way less every month in, in taxes. But at the end of the year, you may owe. Yeah, that's Which what happened just, to me. There was no withholding and I owed. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll actually figure out the... the solution to taxes one day on this podcast but i doubt it'll happen today yeah i don't think so yeah i just gotta just gotta figure out how to get more hours get paid more man that's well the, let's start marketing this podcast more and then All maybe right. you can get some more clients yeah. that way i'll get like 10 bucks an hour for this podcast so 10 bucks a week that's pretty good if we i mean it's so it's so easy to make money if you have a good following Followers are like more important than friends. <sighs> no, Peter. <laughs> but they're they're like it's it's incredibly easy to make money once you have a large following. Because there's Next so many different ways that you can make money. You just pump shit out. Yeah, 
and you can scam them. Yeah. Which I don't, I'm not saying is a good thing. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a, a thing that you can it's do. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, that's the end of this podcast because this is terrible. But um, thank you for There's a good little middle listening. section there. Huh? There's a good little middle section there. Yeah. There was Peter's, Peter's sports segment was pretty good. I think we got into a little bit of something somewhere in there maybe probably not but if if you are still here you're a saint no um, one's still here yeah i know i'm sad just skip to the next one okay we'll see you in the next podcast adios <laughs> bye bye